Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I'm so grateful you're here. I was hoping to bring on Cameron this week, but we just didn't have time. We just didn't have time. Last night, we had some quality time together, and I did not feel like whipping out my phone and recording a podcast. We had a great time, though. So it's just me this week, but I have some really, really great stuff to chat with you about. If you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, well, Hit Bodies is a workout group that I started in 2017 where I work out live with my clients. And my goal is to create an environment where we're workout buddies. You know, we chat about real life. We chat about the workout. It's not just like your typical workout video where I'm like, you want rock hard abs? Do this. You know what I mean? Like that's so gross, right? Like I'm going to tell you like how I'm feeling, what's going on. I'm going to ask you questions and it's just really fun. So that is what Hit Bodies is. And then the podcast is just an extension of that and allows me to dive deeper into both current events and maybe try to find something helpful and just tell you what's going on inside hip bodies right now. So let's get started. (laughs) The first thing is like on the socials, I am nonstop seeing the Taylor Swift eras tour. Okay. What's going on? You guys, is Taylor Swift that big? Like this, the way this tour is being hyped up on social media, it feels like beyond any concert I've ever seen. Like, is it that good? I just can't fathom a concert being that good. But I, I kind of have unpopular opinions about concerts, period. Like, I don't know. I would just, it to me, the sound quality is never that great. It's a concert, you know? It's just like... If you when you download the music from Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, it's like that's going to be the best version of the song. Like live, I don't know. It's just if the only time I like live music is like a small venue where you can hear someone's voice really, really clearly, like that kind of thing, right? Like not like a full blown concert. I know I'm such an old lady. <laughs> I just I'm not. I'm just not a big concert girl to begin with, and I'm also not a big Taylor Swift girl. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like if her music comes on, I'm going to, like, I don't, I hate it. It's just like, I don't, it's nothing like, oh man, this is my jam. And I, I feel like I haven't found anyone that's like, oh, this is like the best song ever. You know what I mean? Like none of her songs have been like, and to be fair, I also see most of my music on TikTok. So none of them have been like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just like really surprised at the hype around this tour. So please enlighten me if you know what's going on, like why this is so popular. But it got me thinking. It got me thinking to like things that I think should go down in history. Because right now, I feel like the level of hype Taylor Swift is having around this Eras tour and just everything, like I feel like it's, you know, it's going to go down in history. And do I think that's warranted? I don't know. I mean, sure. Okay. That's fine. But I, I want I'm thinking back to my childhood and I'm thinking of a couple of people that I just don't think that music got the hype it should have gotten. So number one, Paula Deanda. Oh my, if you don't know who Paula Deanda is, oh, she's got some jams. Uh, last year inside hip bodies, we did this, um, 
we did this challenge called hot in here. I'm pretty sure it was when I did hot in here. And I, I put some Paula DeAnda music in there. Mm, never gets old. It's so good. Just look it up. I feel like you could listen to any song by Paula DeAnda and it's going to be so good. Um, but I, I get, she just didn't get, she did not get the hype she deserves and no one's talking about her anymore. And it's a shame because I feel like she should have the level of, uh, what's, uh, whatever the word is, like you guys know what I'm thinking, like the level of respect and notoriety, notoriety. That's the word I was thinking of. She should have the notoriety of like the Beatles, like Garth Brooks, like those Tim McGraw, like a household name. Everyone's heard of them, but no one's heard of Paula DeAnda. And it's a shame because her music's amazing. Um, in second place, the and she's in second place not because she's any worse than Paula DeAnda, but simply because some of her songs have, honestly, just like one of her songs really made it. But like, I feel like more of her music should be out there more and I think it should be constantly played and that's Jojo if you're not getting the vibe of the type of music I listen to it's very girly pop especially back then so Jojo's song too little too late got all the all the credit and that's mostly that's all anyone can name but there are some other bangers from Jojo and I just think we should be talking about him more I think she should be a household name um I I would go on a JoJo tour. I would pay however much. It, I know that I don't know how much the Taylor Swift Taylor Swift tickets were, but I would pay that much for a JoJo concert. Okay, I would be making twenty five TikToks in a row about a JoJo concert. Ooh, can you imagine JoJo and Polly ended together? Okay, so then the last one is she has a lot of hype. But there was a specific song that I just, I need to talk about because to this day, like over 20 years later, it still upsets me. Okay. And I just want, I'm putting this out there to see, because so many of you are like my age and you were buying the same CDs as me when you were kids. Okay. So if any of you know, like it was a big deal to get a CD. I feel like CDs ran anywhere between 10 and $15, kind of depending on the popularity of the CD. So Christina Aguilera. Mm. First off, Christina Aguilera, is, she is better than Britney Spears. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. She's, I think she's better. Um, part, I just think the music was so good. Like Genie in a Bottle. Oh, my gosh. That, that should be like the number one like pop hit from – well, okay. Oh, come on over. Oh, my God. Come on over. So good. Okay, but the song that I wanted to talk about – and there was a couple songs like this – on Christina's album that really upset me. So it's a big deal, you know, when you're like in elementary school and you get a new CD and you're so excited. You know, you got your stupid little boom box in your room. And I got the Christina Aguilera album. And you guys, when I played What a Girl Wants, which was like the best song, it was different than the music video that I literally recorded with a VHS so I could watch it on repeat from the channel 98, The Box. Do you guys remember The Box? Does anyone remember that? It wasn't channel 98 for everyone. But there was this channel called The Box and it was nothing but music videos. Like MTV had like shows and music videos, but this was like truly nothing but music videos. And the What a Girl Wants song was like my jam and I was so excited. But when I played the CD... 
the version of what a girl wants was different. And it's like, you know how you kind of have like those favorite parts of your song? It was like my favorite part that was different. And I can't recall like what part it was. I feel like it was right at the beginning. So it was just like blaringly obvious. Um, But to this day, to this day, I feel gypped of that. I feel gypped of that experience. So just wanted to share that and see if anybody else had that feeling. And I think it was also like that with Come On Over, but it didn't bother me as much. What Maybe because What a Girl Wants like prepared me for that. I don't know. But anyway, that is my music. Music chat for the beginning. Kind of random, I know. But it's just this Taylor Swift thing has just really got me thinking. So I wanted to tell you about like what's going on in my life. Um, I'm going back to keto. I know you're like, Chelsea, you're all over the place. I guess I just needed a little mental break from keto and I got it and I'm feeling ready to get back into it. It's just so much easier and it takes so much less mental focus for me until it doesn't anymore. And then it's like, it takes all the mental focus and then I'm like, F it, right? But I got my little break and I'm ready to kind of grind and get the last of this weight off. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling excited. Um, This week, I was trying to track, I I did a really good job of eating high protein, but I don't feel like I did a great job tracking. So um, I just, I can tell if I keep trying to do this, I'm not going to move in the right direction. I don't think I'm going to move in the wrong direction. I just don't think I'm going to move at all. (laughs) You know, like I just think, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to just be the making excuses for what I want to do kind of thing. I'm really good at that, like justifying whatever I want to do. So in order to combat that, I like to have some very clear boundaries that make it hard for me to overeat, overindulge, whatever, so that I can get down to where I want to be and move into my maintenance season, which, you know, if anything that I've learned from the last couple of weeks, I'm really looking forward to my maintenance season because like the way I've been eating the last couple of weeks, it feels so effortless. It feels so easy um, and I can remain intentional by eating high protein and that naturally tends to eliminate the overeating in other places you know uh speaking of last night I made like this enchilada lasagna that's what we'll call it like a casserole type thing right and with it I wanted to make a queso dip out of cottage cheese because I bought like all this cottage cheese last week with the intention of making like a thousand things out of cottage cheese and then I make none of them so now I just have all this cottage cheese to use and I was like well I'm gonna try making a cottage cheese queso dip and I did it and you guys, Kevin loves it. And it's so good for you. It's like, I mean, cottage cheese is so high protein. Um, I put a little bit of like chipotle and adobo in it. It's not spicy. Trust me, if there was any spice, Kevin would not eat it. But just that kind of gives it that smoky flavor. Um, and then I just put like regular cheese in there with it. And you just heat it up. And it's like gooey, yummy queso. I don't even know. What to, it's so good. I'll, if you search cottage cheese queso... There's a couple of recipes out there. The one I made was from, I, I, I'm going to embarrass myself here. It's C-A-B-O-T. Is it Cabot? Is it Cabot? I don't know how to say that. But that was the recipe that I kind of used as a starting point, And then I just judged it up. And it was pretty good. So, yeah, that's what's going on for me. Back to keto. Keep you guys posted. I got that fancy scale that I told you guys about last week. So I got my starting point. I'm going to take some pictures. Um, and then we will be starting Hot Girl Runner next week, which I'll talk about that later, like what we're doing inside Hip Bodies and what the game plan is for this week. But okay, 
So on Instagram, I talked to you guys about like, like I had this idea of talking about motivation struggles. And so a lot of people struggle with motivation and you always see that thing like, don't count on motivation, count on discipline, you know, cause motivation isn't always going to be there. It's like, well, thanks. Um, sometimes I can't white knuckle. Sometimes I have to have something to look forward to. Right. And so that was like, for me, that was something that I kind of had to realize about myself. And I think all of us to some degree were living our life chasing dopamine hits. Okay. You either know this or you don't, but like basically dopamine, it, the reason that you love like certain types of food is because it gives you a dopamine hit. Um, and our, like our brain is literally wired to get a dopamine hit when we eat, I want to say like the more the food is closer to the magic ratio of like 50% of the uh, calories coming from carbs and 50% of the calories coming from fat, um, our, because like that puts weight on our body and there was a time that humans didn't have unlimited access to food, our body is like, whatever this is, load up on it. So it like gives us a dopamine hit. So we love it. You know, like our brain is wired to love foods that make us huge. (laughs) Super annoying, right? Um, I didn't make that up, but I don't have a reference. It was just so long ago that I learned that and I can't remember where I learned it. So I apologize. But, um, you don't have to believe me either. I always, I just always feel like when I make a claim like that, like I have to disclaim that I didn't make it up. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I don't track my references on where I learn everything I learn, you know? So, but again, you can look it up. You can disagree with me. I don't care. It's fine. Um, so let's talk about like a dopamine hit. So you kind of know that feeling like, I don't know about you. I can, I can give myself a dopamine hit by closing my eyes and doing this walking into okay first off it's just me and a girlfriend and we just we just had we have freshly filled bags from Ulta oh we just bought like like some new skincare and that kind of stuff and we go into a Mexican restaurant and we have chips and salsa we just put in our order and we're chatting like dopamine right there like just the the dim lighting in a Mexican restaurant. I don't even like dim lighting, but in a Mexican restaurant, it hits different. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Okay, you you guys get it, right? I want you to think about some other things that give you dopamine hits. Okay, I I have another one that I think of, and I think some of you might be able to relate to it. Have you ever gone on like a drive somewhere and you're just like, oh, I like I wish I wasn't driving. Because I wish I could be in the passenger seat so I could just stare because this is so beautiful. Like, I want to pause time. Like, I, like, I'm i so lucky to be seeing this right now. And it's, like, the worst when you're in the car by yourself. So, like, you, don't, you can't even, like, you have no one to talk about it with. And then you, like, maybe even try to pull over and take a picture. And it just doesn't, it doesn't do it any justice, right? It doesn't do it any justice. It's, like, that's a dopamine hit, right? That like feeling of just like being obsessed, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? And it's like, I want more, I want more, I want more, right? Um, This is another one for me that's like <laughs> when a new season of a show I like is loaded onto Netflix or Hulu or whatever, like I have like 10 new episodes to watch, instant dopamine hit. Like the excitement, the ah, like I just love it. I love it. So the reason I'm mentioning that is because these are things that you're naturally drawn to do. 
Some of them are really productive and awesome. Some of them not so much. And let's be honest, a lot of them not so much. Like anyone else like just curling up in bed and watching like 11 hours of television like that they could get down with that or like I know like for men like I shouldn't say men some girls like it which I have an opinion on that but okay like watching like a football game you know like what I if you I don't know like I know that girls can like football but why why when I meet a girl that says like I just love watching football I'm like it it's giving pick me girl it's giving pick me energy you know I don't know why. I'm like, you don't have to pretend. Football is so boring. And it's like four hours long. I, But you know what? I need to grow up. And I need to accept that there are women out there that genuinely like football. And I am just not one of them. It's like I cannot wrap my head around enjoying watching that. It's so boring. That's why I'm loving Kevin as a young child. He's so bored by watching sports. I mean, duh. It's boring, right? Okay, I'm going on, I'm going on a tangent here. <laughs> okay, so... What I want to encourage you to do right now is start thinking of things that are like productive and healthy that give you a natural dopamine hit. A big one is like how you feel right after a workout, like as you finished it, as you crushed it, or maybe if you're like a little competitive, you hit a new like personal record for yourself, whether it's like in lifting or like you're running and you, you know, got a new mile time or whatever, right? Like, that's kind of exciting, but what I did is I made a list of like 20 things that I think can give you a dopamine hit, okay? Um, so exercise, physical activity in general. Um, sometimes just practicing mindfulness and meditation can be a really big one for people. Um, prayer or like connecting with like spirituality of some sort, like that can be a big one that gives you like a natural dopamine boost. Oh, this is a tough one, Okay engaging in hobbies that you enjoy okay let's start by saying finding a hobby as an adult and especially as a parent it's a journey okay because it's just hard to engage in a hobby if you are like a 24 7 parent like if you you know like you don't have child care or like you know people who don't have like family nearby to like help watch the child so you can like give something your undivided attention right Um, And then there's also just that like hobbies, a lot of them, they take skill and it's like more fun as you get better at it. Like I imagine gardening is really fun. That's why I've given it so many shots. Okay. But for me personally, it's actually not fun. I, I I hate it. I'm frustrated. I, I, you know what? I'm still going to blame where I live. Okay. I live near the beach. So we have sand for soil. We have bugs everywhere that eat everything. I don't know, maybe snakes. Maybe snakes are eating something. I don't know. Like, I feel like things get viruses. Anyway, my point is I have a little bit of PTSD from my efforts in gardening. But anyway, like, I think finding a hobby is amazing. And then once you have that hobby, like, that's something that's, like, nice to lean on when you feel yourself being pulled towards things that give you a dopamine hit that don't necessarily align with where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Um, So just think about it. Okay, spending time in nature, just like getting outside. You guys, it's real. Have you ever like, anyone who's ever had a baby, have you ever like had a baby that's just like screaming for no reason? You're like, you have a clean diaper. You have been fed. 
like you're probably tired I don't know you're probably overtired I don't know and then you take them outside and then immediately they chill out I feel like that's us as humans like getting outside is so important okay go outside go on a walk even if it's raining and you don't like being in the rain just like sitting on a like covered porch just getting some fresh flipping air right do it okay um listening to music music is really powerful and I think this can go so many directions, okay? Whether it's um, like, I don't know, like pump up music, like music that's like, yeah, or like music that just chills you out. Um, a lot of people are really into like worship music or music that kind of brings out their spiritual side. Like I think all of that's amazing, but like using music to like get a dopamine hit, do it, baby. And like, are we have we, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like I don't use headphones very often because I'm a mom. Like I feel like my ears always need to be on, but like headphones are amazing. It like, that's like a concert. Okay. I know I'm exaggerating. It's not really like a concert, but like it, it, you hear nothing but the music. It's, it's pretty nice. I know some of you are like, Chelsea, really? Are you talking about headphones right now? Okay. Listen, I don't use them because I have to have my ears on. So when I, I used them recently, when I went on the plane, to Cancun and I was like oh my gosh this is crazy like I can't hear anything but this music like this is awesome (laughs) um okay anyway uh creative things so doing something creative and I feel like this can kind of go hand in hand with hobbies so I feel like it's maybe like a little bit of a cop-out but like you know writing just like I, I love I could just think of new ideas every day like my brain, I like to say downloads <laughs> whenever I have space to actually think I get a gazillion new ideas and I like blow up my husband with all the things that I want to do. Um, like on his phone, I just like text like nonstop this morning. I woke up at like six with Kevin and Cameron slept in and he woke up to like 50 messages cause Kevin was watching TV and I just like had all these ideas cause it was just quiet and I had the space to do it. Um, and I love that, but creative activities can be like painting or coloring or, freaking sculpting something. I don't know. But that, again, that kind of follows into hobbies. Okay. Setting goals. This can either stress someone out or, or it can get them excited. It can be a dopamine hit or it can be like a hit of anxiety. For me, I get a dopamine hit. I love, I love goal setting. I love like thinking about like, what do I want to do? How am I going to get there? All that kind of stuff. Do I always achieve it? No, no. Do I get, do I sometimes forget I even set a goal because I set so many goals? Yes. All the time. Like I sometimes I'll be like, oh, I totally forgot that. Like I even talked about that on social media. Like I announced this goal and then I literally forgot about it. And like someone else reminded me of it, you know? So anyway, okay, moving on. Um, helping other people, helping other people is huge. That's surprisingly a dopamine hit. Uh, this I feel like this can be addictive in a bad way where you end up like giving a little too much to other people. But like, uh, isn't it weird how like cleaning your own house sucks, but cleaning someone else's house is so satisfying. It's like that, right? I don't know. Anyway, that's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, just socializing though, like just, that's definitely a dopamine hit. I'm going to kind of blow through the, the last of these. Okay. Laughing in any way. So like comedy shows, funny shows, like just freaking laughing, figure out a way to laugh, (laughs) learning a new skill. This is always like, this is always a cute idea, 
And then when reality hits, it's actually just a pile of frustration. But for many, it can be a dopamine hit, especially if you're like a good learner. Um, Completing tasks. So like if you kind of have this like to-do list in your head that's like, "Mm," I think that's a great idea to like kind of combine that one where it was like uh, talking about achieve like setting goals and stuff. You know, having that to-do list and like actually crossing something off of it, you know? Uh, enjoying yummy meals. By the way, I use chat GPT to help me with this list and I'm kind of like making it my own because some of these are stupid, but enjoying a delicious and nutritious meal. So I like this one because I think it's a reminder that a meal doesn't have to be terrible for you to be delicious. And it can also feel indulgent without being terrible for you as well. And this can be like a tough one for people to wrap their head around. And I think it's just like, once you figure out like what is what is your style of eating intentionally toward your goals? And then how can you feel indulgent? And usually it's just a matter of either a little more money. So like maybe a fancy steak or something like that, right? Or a little more effort. So maybe like for you, what feels indulgent is like, uh, what's like, uh, do you guys follow like stealth health? on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. Maybe like just like a really fun like home cooked pizza or home cooked whatever. It's like it's more effort than like grabbing Pizza Hut or like pizza from wherever cuz you got to make it at home, but it's going to be more aligned with your goals. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you can make whatever and just make it feel indulgent. Am I making sense? I think I'm making sense. I'm going to move on. Okay, reading a book. That's a stupid one. Chat GPT, come on. I don't like that one. Reading a book. You know what? A lot of people like reading books. And the truth is, I like reading a book too. I just don't. So I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I like reading a book. I just don't have time in this season of my life. Like it, it's again, it's like the headphone thing. Like I can't be not focused on my small children for that long. Uh, taking a bath or practicing self-care. Why does self-care always get lumped in with baths? Isn't it weird? Taking a, I don't, is taking a bath that indulgent? I don't know. And which speaking of, we went and looked at houses the other day. I don't think we're going to move or anything, but we just, we're always open to it. Right. And these were like brand new houses in this community and none of them had baths in the master bathroom. Is it, are baths going out of style? What's happening? I love baths. Where do you, where do you land on the bath situation? I love a bath. Okay. Anyway, so practicing self-care I don't think a bath is necessarily self-care. Granted, I freaking love baths, but it's, I don't think it's self-care. I, there was this quote once that was like, self-care is like anything that makes you feel more like yourself, right? Um, I, I, and I also like, I heard once it's like also it's taking care of future you. And I think that is probably more what it falls into, right? Like ta- doing something that future you is going to be like, hell yeah, I'm glad we did that. Like, skincare, right? Oh my gosh. You never like, how often are you too lazy to wash your face before bed? And then like you wake up with like, I just like, why didn't I just wash my face last night, man? Why? Why? Could have given my, the retinol like eight hours to work. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. So, so I guess self-care, whatever that means to you, you guys know what self-care means to you. Um, practicing gratitude is huge. Instant dopamine hit when you just look around and you think of like, legitimately think about all that you have to be thankful for. I know it's cheesy, but it's true. Um, playing with pets or animals 
is one. I'm going to add small children into that. I think small children make you look at the world differently. Whether you have them or not, I just think they are so innocent and wonderful and... Yeah, I mean, I'm such a, like, dork with it. I'm I am a kid at heart, so I, like, love being around kids. And, yeah, okay, that's, that's where I'm going to wrap it up. I don't even know how many I said, but I think I'm going to wrap it up there. So we are going to move on. I hope that kind of helps. I My goal is just for you to start thinking about dopamine hits that get you excited and finding those dopamine hits in activities that improve your life, you know? And fitness, I think it's amazing because when you get used to like working out and eating healthy, you do genuinely start to crave it. Like you start to feel like crap when you're not doing it, you know? And I I think I might have talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but there was this thing about how your midlife kind of defines how the how your how your senior years are going to look. And gosh, if that ain't the truth. Like, I want to be a healthy individual for as long as I have here on earth. You know, I want to be active. I want to be able to take part in things. I, I don't know. It's just, it's a big, it's a big deal. And it gets, it only gets harder as you get older, right? But if you're already doing it, it's not really going to get any harder, you know? I just, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. So what is going on this week inside Hit Bodies? Oh, it's a good one. We're doing Hot Girl Runner. I don't know why I sang that, but Hot Girl Runner is one of our most popular challenges we've ever done. And so this is our third time doing it because that's how awesome it is. And I never repeat stuff, but this challenge, people just freaking love it. And it's definitely the most effective challenge you could possibly do. We're taking like the best possible exercises and you're doing them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like that's a lot. And then Tuesday, Thursday, you're doing really intentional cardio and then you're getting the F outside. Okay. Just in case the workouts don't give you the dopamine hit. I mean, they will, but you're going to get outside. We're going to get outside several times a week. And this challenge is very progressive where you do a little bit more each week. It doesn't necessarily mean it takes longer, but I teach you how to get more out of the workouts as time goes on. So, yeah. Uh, Something I am killing it at. I'm excited to share that this week I downloaded Duolingo. And I have taken it upon myself to be my own Spanish tutor and be my son's Spanish tutor. In addition to that, uh, if we have screen time, it is in Spanish. So I am exposing Kevin to more Spanish. I am trying to learn Spanish myself. We will see how long this lasts. It kind of feels like, it feels like a, maybe a temporary hyperfixation, but I really want it to stick. I really feel like I should learn Spanish. I just want to, if I ever want to be a Cancun girly, like I want, like there's part of me that wants to live there, you guys. It's absolutely beautiful. And I don't know, maybe not Cancun. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I love Mexico. I love Mexican food. I just love, I love all of it so much, you guys. Like, did I ever tell you that I, like, this is embarrassing. And I feel like it could be misconstrued as um, not okay. But when I was little, I used to, me and my friends, we would play like house, right? Or like, um, 
I don't even know what you'd call it. Just make-believe stuff. And I just thought Spanish was the most beautiful language because our neighbors, they spoke Spanish and oh, I could just listen to them talk all day. So my friend, she was part Vietnamese but didn't know Vietnamese. So each of us had these obsessions with these foreign languages that we didn't speak. So she would pretend she's speaking Vietnamese and say things that she thinks sound like Vietnamese and I would do the same thing with Spanish. So I am like, we are playing this game. Like, I can't imagine how effing insane we looked. Like, I'm sure if I, we had to have a grown-up nearby. I can't, like, I'm thinking of how old we were. Were we playing at the park by ourselves? I don't know. But, like, we would do this for hours upon hours. We would do it with our Barbies. We would do it with ourselves. We just had this obsession. So anyway, that was too much information and it was really embarrassing. But whatever, it's out there. It's out there. Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) So meals I'm loving this just, I can't believe how long it's been. I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned it on the podcast as a meal I'm loving, but I'm going to, I need to, I need to get this out there because it is, it always and forever has my heart. And that is eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict is the best, but here, you know, what'll ruin an eggs Benedict when they put it on a biscuit It has to be on either toast, like a sourdough toast or English muffin, not on a biscuit, okay? Hollandaise sauce is way too rich to go on top of a biscuit. I'm just, but also I'm not a biscuit girl. Like, I don't know. I'm just, they're fine, but mm, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I love Eggs Benedict and one of my like passions is finding the best Eggs Benedict where I live. So back when I lived in Washington, I feel very confident in telling you the best Eggs Benedict is at Wild Wheat Bakery and Cafe. Now granted, they are under new ownership since I've had it, so I don't know if it's still amazing. And I believe the prices are also ridiculously high now. So I don't know. Maybe someone else out there can like share an amazing Eggs Benedict in King County or whatever. But when I lived in Washington, that was like what started my Eggs Benedict love journey. Um, I don't think I ever found one that I was really excited about in Montana, but I also lived in Great Falls, Montana, which didn't have a ton of options. Like I went to Denny's (laughs) and it was fine. It was like, it's Eggs Benedict. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the sauce came from like a sauce packet, but hey, it'll do the job. Uh, But here in Wilmington, North Carolina, I also feel very confident and excited to share with you. I have found the best Eggs Benedict in the area. The current number one spot goes to Eternal Sunshine. Such a cute name. The unfortunate thing is this restaurant is very small. So we have to get there as soon as they open because something about me, I will not wait for a table. I hate waiting for a table. I just won't. If I like, if there's a wait, I'm not going to go. I'll, I, I will do anything else. I will go into a grocery store and make a meal out of deli meat and fruits and vegetables before waiting for a meal. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about me that's so impatient. I need to work on that. I used to wait for tables all the time, but something got ruined in me. I don't know. Okay, let's move on. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Two, I'm supposed to share each week like my workout wins and the truth is I really didn't have any wins this week. It was just me getting back into it. I didn't feel crazy strong. I didn't feel, I don't know. It was just fun though. It was just a fun week. Like we opened it up to the public last week. So 
it was fun to connect with some new people, some like, like friends from the past joined in on the workouts. All of it was really fun. So yeah, that's my win. (laughs) Uh, Something I am obsessed with. This is a very exciting announcement because we'll see how long it lasts, but I cleaned my closets. Yep. Cleaned it. If you ever look at my selfies that I post on the internet, my closet is an absolute disaster, but I cleaned it yesterday. I was in such a bad mood yesterday because I love my kids. I love my kids, but Kevin legitimately kicked me in the face in the middle of the night multiple times. So that woke me up, obviously. And it like woke me up in a very like uncomfortable way. It was like a four-year-old is kicking me in the face. You know what I mean? So that's annoying. And then Casey, she is cutting new teeth and we were really spoiled because Kevin, like he was always easier with the teeth. Casey though, Mm. (laughs) drama. Oh my gosh. So she woke up. She didn't wake up that many times. I think she woke up like two or three times, but that's two or three times too many, baby. Okay. Like (laughs) I, I can deal with one. I can deal with one wake up. My preference, my ideal schedule that I can live with and I don't want to like just turn out like put earplugs in and ignore you is go to bed at like 637 and then she wakes up at either four or five and then she sleeps until seven. That has been our schedule. But right now it's not. (sighs) So it was really frustrating and I was I am the grumpiest when I don't get good sleep. So I was in a really grumpy mood and I I can't even remember like what like I, I don't know but I, I take it out on Cameron and I don't mean to I do not mean to but it's just it's not like I can take it out on my kids you know I, and I don't intend to so anyway Cameron was so sweet he got me a white chocolate mocha because that's like my favorite little indulgent thing from Starbucks and that helped okay that <laughs> that, that helped and I can't remember what else I told him I was like I just need Because something else that's been missing from my life is having adult conversations without children around. This podcast is like, feels like one of them, but Cameron was, and I was telling him like how we never do this. He's like, we just went out to dinner. I was like, for my birthday a week ago. So last night, Cameron and I like just hung out. I was telling you guys about that, right? And it's literally one of the few times that I don't have the kids around. And it's not that I don't love my children. I love them so freaking much. But like, it just, like, I feel like I can't fully embrace being an adult. Like, I feel like I'm responsible for the small child, right? And so it's really nice to just like, ah, like, focus on having a conversation. You know, it it was just nice. And And Cameron doesn't get it because the other thing too is like, Casey does not take a bottle that well. So I'm with her constantly. And she's also in like a really clingy stage, which I totally do not mind. And I know it's very normal at this age, but I think I'm just a little bit, I'm just needing a little bit of like grown up time. It's not even alone time. It's grown up time. I need to interact with grown ups. That's what I need. But at the same time, then there's that combination with like mom guilt, right? Where I'm like, I should be with them 24 seven you know, yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. I need to work on that. How did I get into that? Oh, the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was in a grumpy mood because of like just not having any grown up conversations. It was just like all piling on bad sleep, right? 
And I decided to clean my closet and it helped as well. It helped as well because it's nice to have a clean space. There's nothing worse than like existing in a house that's like overwhelmingly messy. And I, my husband, if he was in the room, he would just like laugh at me saying that because he thinks I am an overwhelmingly messy person. And I'm not, but I get why he thinks that because he's an overwhelmingly clean person. Okay. All right. Finally, finally, we are going to get into unpopular opinions. And this week is, it's a little political. Okay. So I recorded the political one. I hate it. It wasn't even like political, like juicy political. It was just stupid. It was stupid. I don't like it. So I'm re-recording now. That's a fun fact about the podcast, by the way. I edit as I go. Is that weird? It's like cleaning as you go in the kitchen, which I don't do. (laughs) My husband wishes I would. Okay. Anyway, so I actually want to talk about something I feel very, very passionately about. And I just think snooze buttons should be banned. They should not be on phones. It should not exist. Multiple alarms, all of it. Okay. Hear me out. You set an alarm for a reason. You need to get up. Okay. And if you share a bed with someone and you're hitting snooze multiple times or setting multiple alarms, you're, I'm just going to say it, you are inconsiderate. You are, that's so inconsiderate. That person is trying to sleep. Okay. And you're just, you're multiple alarms. Come on, man. If they, if this is their opportunity to sleep, let them sleep. Okay. Obviously, I'm speaking from experience here because my husband, who I do love dearly, he he cannot fall asleep at night, but this man, he is just constantly trying to sleep in the morning. It's like he hits snooze multiple times, rude. And then like, let's say he does finally get up. He'll be like on the couch. Like, let's say it's the weekend, so he doesn't have to be anywhere. He's like trying to sleep on the couch. And I'm like, just freaking go back to bed. You're basically, you're trying to sleep still. Like just either drink coffee and get it together or go back to bed, right? But I, but like, here's the thing in our house, we don't keep score, but we keep score on that. Okay. Because we, we love our sleep and especially me. I really love my sleep. So like if he lets me take a nap, he's going to cash in on that. And same, if I let him sleep in, I'm going to cash in on that. Okay. So I cannot sleep in. I'm like incapable of sleeping in, but I love a nap. My husband, on the other hand, he loves a nap and he loves sleeping in. That's too much. That's too much. You don't get both, especially like you have worthless nipples. You're not doing anything in the middle of the night. So I feel really passionate that snooze buttons should just be banned. They really should have never existed. Don't you agree? Like if you set an alarm, it means you're supposed to get up. Five more minutes? No, get up. You need to get up. That's why you set the alarm. Like I just, I don't understand it. And people who set an alarm, you know, and I do, and I know that you snooze button lovers out there are like, I need to slowly wake up. I need to lay there. And if I fall back asleep, then the snooze button will get me. No, you need to get up. You need to not wake up and lay there. You need to physically get up. You do. I'm sorry. I'm just, that's what getting up is. And you need to set your alarm. And like, if you don't take your own alarm seriously, because you know you have multiple set or you know you're hitting snooze or whatever, then that's why you need to lay around longer. If you know it's your only one, then 
Yeah. Which did I talk about that? Like how I have this like new anxiety where I wake up before my alarm if I need an alarm? Uh, every time. I hate it. I hate it, but also secretly love it. I mean, I can't count on it. I'm always going to set an alarm just in case. But yeah, it's weird. Also, who who out there checks their alarm multiple times? I am one of those people. Like, I'll be laying there. I'm like, wait, did I check it? Wait, did I set it? Did I set it? Did I set it? I'm like, I don't – currently, I don't have any days where I need to set an alarm. But when I did there for a while, like – I had the alarm set where it would just like consistently go off on those days at that time. So I know it was set. Like I never turned it off. But still, I would check it probably four or five times before I went to bed. What is that? Is that like, is that, in, that, is that like a type of like anxiety or like distrust in yourself? But I just know how like forgetful and weird I am. Which speaking of, listen, on the note of like being forgetful and annoying, I just opened my pantry today. And I just bought thin sliced cheese yesterday from the grocery store. Put it in the pantry. I put it in the pantry. So it was there overnight. So I obviously had to throw it away. Like, what a waste. Like, inflation is too real for me to be being that dumb. And that felt like a pregnancy brain move. I'm not pregnant, don't worry. (laughs) I am not pregnant. Aw, speaking of, Cameron's getting a vasectomy. He, He has it scheduled. It's his body, his choice, right? And I don't want another one. What I told him is it was like, I, it's not that I want another kid. It's that if you did, I would be down. He's like, well, I don't. I'm like, hmm. It's like I want it to be on him, not on me. Because it's like I know a third child would be insane. But it's like we're already in the chaos, you know? Like, what's one more? But there, there, I've seen some pretty compelling TikToks about, like, why stopping at two children is really good. I just think, like, if I had one more, I would feel very sure I'm done, you know? But, but I, for whatever, and I, and I thought I was really sure I'm done, but then, like, as Cameron's been getting more serious about this whole vasectomy thing, I'm like, I don't know. But I don't, but, like, if he's done, then I'm done, Right? you know, like if he's, I can't make him, I can't like trap him with another baby. And I also like, I can't fathom, I can't fathom going through another pregnancy and everything else that goes with it. I can't even fathom like handling more children and all the logistics of that. Like we would need a bigger vehicle and like everything else. And yet I don't, yeah. What, what is that feeling? Hmm. Okay. So back to unpopular opinions, snooze alarms are out people snooze alarms are out just set one alarm put it across the room so you have no choice but to get up to turn it off you're welcome that's my tip for you on that note if you want someone to be your workout buddy after that alarm goes off hip bodies is open uh we have monthly quarterly and annual memberships the deal is better the longer you commit and fun fact, the results are better the longer you commit. Hey, <laughs> um, your first week is always free, so you're welcome to try it out. Just go to hitbodies.com. I would love to have you join us for the Hot Girl Runner Challenge. It's going to be so amazing. Um, and feel free to reach out to me if you have questions. I love you. Have a great week, guys. Bye.